It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show, where we can all find out how's it going for buyers and sellers in the real estate market. I have died and gone to real estate heaven. Looking to move? Hoping to sell? Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results. I'm going to go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Good morning and welcome to the Red Hot Real Estate Show on MyTalk 107.1. We're streaming live on MyTalk1071.com and you can listen to us on the MyTalk app. I am signing in for Miss Shannon. And joining me this morning, I have Mimi Shoneman as well as Shelly Ferris. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. Good morning. All right. So I know Shannon does. You guys do all the MLS numbers and things like that before we get started so let's do that do the house cleaning first good she's so good (laughs) yes so my personal is 367-826 and the company is 1788 and i'm a licensed realtor with remax results in minnesota and wisconsin awesome so awesome realtor we're talking all kinds of spooky stuff today what's lurking around your housing corner indeed Mm. Mm. and so we were talking before we came in okay so we're gonna just you said you were some sort of a Noka County royalty. Yeah, what? No, that's from a hundred thousand years ago. I was afraid you were going to mention that. Nah. I thought, you know what, Shelley, you should have kept you your mouth shut. Well, what does this mean? Because that means so they have ambassadors from each city, and then those ambassadors, you know, you 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 run for the whatever queen of the city or whatever, and then the queen runs for. Um, Queen of the Lakes. So, uh, the, you know, the. Oh um, my gosh, you're what, a queen. Yeah, no, oh, I'm not, I'm not a Girl, queen. Girl. No, 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 no. Own it. <laughs> claim it. Is that like the butter, butter queen? Back. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Do you get your, like, stuff carved in the fair no. if you're this queen? Yeah, right. I should get, like, my face carved in a pumpkin. See, this is a, all this fair and queen <laughs> stuff is very new to me. Is that right? It is oh, wow. no butter carving busts. Oh, come on. Where I'm from. What do you do with I all don't. your butter? Well, <laughs> What butter? <laughs> this is all new. So, okay, so you are a, a legitimate Halloween ambassador yes, for indeed. the county of Anoka. City of Anoka. City yes, of Anoka. Exactly. A little, little smaller. Because why? Because we're the Anoka is the Halloween capital of the world. Oh. And a lot of people don't know that, but that is true. And it's because Anoka. Uh, changed the, at this time of year. There was a lot of um, oh, let's just say rascals running around, and they would <laughs> they would light things on fire, and they you know it's harvest time. They're working hard. They need to blow off steam. Mm-hmm. And Anoka came up with rascals. I know, right? I know, I know. <laughs> Curmudgeons. Exactly, let's see some exactly, other good words. Right? Yeah. Uh, I can't think of any off yeah. the top of my head. But yes, that, so they Anoka changed it into a festival, and they they changed all that witchcraftery stuff that was going on and stuff uh, uh, into a into a fun event and people looked forward to it then so that's and, the, and thus the birth of Halloween the day before Hallow's Eve which is a religious holiday in Catholicism and that's why it's called Halloween and why how did we get into all this this has because nothing- you know this is <laughs> shedding a little bit of light yes. into who you are yes. and where you came from okay. I'm going to tell you my Halloween story I, I'm not a Halloween lover Um, Because I was terrified as a child. Um, We never, we lived way out in the country on a farm. Okay. Way. When I say way, like, you know, if somebody came to visit you, you knew you had a friend. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That that was that. And it was real small, windy country roads to get back to where we live. And the rascals that we had, (laughs) that was not the name we called them, uh, (laughs) but they would cut trees down and Mm. block you. That was their game of choice. And so 
We always stayed at my grandma's in town um, so that we wouldn't get caught because oh, wow. you could wow. literally get caught between two trees. You could hear the chainsaws running. And I'm tell- telling you what, when you're back in a holler in Kentucky and the chainsaws are going, it is frightening. Yeah, I imagine. Oh, wow. I can imagine. So that. I'm not a big yeah. fan of this holiday. <laughs> <Wow>. I said, <laughs> you know, yin and yang right there. <laughs> right. But I do love me some Reese's yeah. Pieces. <laughs> so that's what I got to say about retribution. Yeah. Yes. I'm, it, if it's in my house, I will smell it and find it. Amen. So, how about you, Zani? I was just sitting here thinking, when I grew up, the rascals we had was, we had a thing called bombing. And they would take eggs and and okay. and, and go to the local stores and throw eggs at the window and shaving cream. And I don't know, that okay. seems way less traumatic right? than being caught between two yeah. trees. Yeah, yeah, it does man. seem tame, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. I win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. Yeah. So... so. Real estate is what this show is right. about, in case, yeah, yeah. in case you didn't know. Yeah. Um, Don't turn the channel. We're getting to real estate. <laughs> <laughs> so, in all seriousness, about this Anoka thing. Um, so, it's the largest. It's the cap- it's huge. It's the Halloween capital of the world. Of and the we're world. talking the county or the city? City. And it's so on Friday, they have the big parade of little people. So, all the elementary schools around Aww. dress up in Halloween costumes and parade down Main Street. And it's a big deal. It's a you know really big deal. And then on the next day, yesterday, and I call that the day to avoid Anoka like the plague, unless, of course, you want to go to the parade, because it is four hours long. It is six to ten people deep in some areas. And, yeah, it's Main Street and Fifth Avenue, I believe it is still. And yeah. Do they toss candy? Yeah. Oh, golly, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, why wouldn't you want to do that? Yeah. Exactly. They even have a nighttime parade. So that's about a week or so ahead. I know. It's so awesome. Listen, Anoka is awesome. It, yes. Okay. Well, I'm just going <laughs> to tell you why. Anoka has very affordable housing yes, as well. Indeed, exactly. And we have a, a mutual client that bought a property in Anoka. Yes. I have a great story with that. Yes. Um, and so, yes. And tell us a little bit about rates this okay. week. Oh, and rates are fabulous. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, of course, everything's dependent on program and credit score, but rates are well in the threes again. So um, anybody who is considering refinance, maybe you're in the fours, maybe you bought in the last year or two here at the time when rates were in the fours. It's a great time to refinance. We talk about, is it smart? How much longer are you going to live there? What's your lifestyle? What are you looking to achieve to make sure that that's the right uh, avenue for you? But yeah, you should definitely look into it. Rates are great. And when she says look into it, that means call her. That's right. That's what it means. Give me a shout. your phone number is? Thank you. 612-839- Six nine one eight, and so Shelly Ferris has a beautiful new office in Blaine. Mm-hmm. In what what shopping plaza is that located I in? Not, I can't remember what it's called. What's Gosh, your address? It. It's one zero four zero zero Baltimore Street Northeast. So we're right on the corner of one hundred and fifth and sixty five. If you're familiar with the North End, not far. And so you can pop into her mm-hmm. office, just walk in and say hello. Mm-hmm. And she's got candy, I think. Mm-hmm. I, we do. Oh, and yeah. And she has, <laughs> tell us about the, the restroom monikers. Oh, yes. yes. So some of you know that uh, the the um, le- lending bodies are known as Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. <laughs> so we don't have a men's and a women's room. We have a Freddie bathroom and a Fannie oh, wow. bathroom. Because <laughs> that is fabulous. Yeah. You'll never get that right? anywhere else. So sometimes I have to tell people, though, okay, you're going to want to go to the Freddie. 
already because they don't get it. <laughs> Go to the fanny. That's you. Yeah, or whatever. Whichever one's open. Right. You know, we don't care about that stuff. So, Anoka, I'm just yeah. fascinated yeah. by this whole thing. Yeah. All right. And rates are super good. Rates are great. Not just for refinancing, but for purchasing. For purchasing rates are great. Yeah, I just locked somebody just the other day at 3.375 on a 30-year fixed at that was FHA, but yeah, great, great rates. I mean, good gravy, Maria. That's awesome. 3.375 yeah. is almost as low as the low. Yeah, right. As low as it ever got. And don't wait for the lowest it ever got, guys. I mean, because you're not going to know it's not coming until it didn't. Right. Yes. <laughs> now you're left in the lurch. So, so what we typically see, right, is things kind of here this time of year, if you are a buyer, this is the time to get your deals, not only from your interest rate, but also from your price point, because nobody wants to be holding on to a property when they really need to sell in the fall and the winter. So you might be able to to see um, if you're looking on the MLS and if you aren't, we can help you with that. You can just go straight to view greater Minneapolis dot com and sign up for your access to our shopping portal. And it's fantastic. You absolutely want to take advantage of that. And we can send you our ETA app and you can be shopping for properties right there on your phone and contact us if you see something that looks irresistible. But let's talk about the difference between uh, one percentage point of interest and what a difference that makes to somebody's life. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And and I mean, that can be a huge amount of difference in payment, depending on, of course, how high your mortgage is. So if you've got about a $400,000 mortgage and you drop an interest rate of one full percent and that, you know, that's sizable. Let's not, you know, sweep that under the rug real fast. That's a sizable drop. You're talking about a $200 drop in payment. That's nothing to sneeze at. That's and a lot of money. It's a difference between 11% purchase purchase power. So if t- tomorrow interest rates go up a percent, You've just lost 11% in your house. So pay attention to that. It makes a huge difference because if you've got champagne taste, you want to buy, buy, buy when it's low. Right. Right. Exactly right. Maximize every penny that you can get out of this opportunity. Yep. And, And you're not, I mean, I don't know if what you're seeing, but I'm seeing less multiple offer situations out there now. Like the buyer pool has calmed, shall we say, quieted a little bit for... It the has. fall and the winter, there's still competition, but there's not as much feverish competition. At least that's what I feel. In it my, in it my has mind. tamed down a little bit, but I just had one happen this past week. So if it's a if it's a honey and mm-hmm. it's you know got all the bells and whistles, you cannot wait. You must act, and you can't sit and sleep on it overnight because you know that's when you lose deals is when you've got to have a little pillow moment that's right yeah you have to be prepared to go i just had one i just had one uh talked with her uh spent about two hours going over payments with her about three days ago finally she wrote yesterday and of course it's multiple offers so now it's a whole nother game okay so when we come back from the break we are going to be talking about what's lurking around your housing corner. Mm-hmm. We would love for you to join the show. If you have questions, call us 651-641-1071. You are listening to the Red Hot Real Estate Show on My Talk 1071, and we'll be right back. 
Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show on My Talk 1071, streaming online at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Sonny filling in for Miss Shannon, and I am in with Mimi Shoneman from Remax Results, as well as Shelly Ferris from Sierra Pacific, and we are talking about what's lurking around the corner. Yeah, and let's yeah. just all go, just give us a one, two, three, ah, ooh. Yeah. Ah, ooh. <laughs> now we can all say that we've sung on the radio. That's right. Oh, yeah. Oh, fabulous. <laughs> Resume builder. It's all a right. great day. Yes. <laughs> So, Shelly, yes. there's always stuff, and we're kind of like, you know, tongue-in-cheek about Halloween, things yes. lurking around your housing corner. But one of the things that I think that people really know you for is somebody who can really dig in about credit. Yes, absolutely. I nickname myself the Credit Contessa. That's my branding, and I take it on. A lot of lenders won't because... Credit's elusive. It's not an exact science, but I've been doing this for nearly 30 years. I've seen a few credit reports. I know what works and I know what doesn't. So that's that's exactly right. I'm I'm known for that. Yeah. So tell some some folks about what you do. Well, with regard to credit. Well, I you know, the first thing I say about credit is don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid of your credit report, folks. You know, it, it's just like anything else. It's like health. If you're afraid of your health, you don't go to the doctor. Well, don't do that, first of all. But if you're afraid of your credit, go talk to a credit person. Talk to me. Give me a call. Let's sit down and meet or maybe you're not comfortable meeting face to face maybe you do it on the phone but um, if you don't know what's going on with your credit then you don't know what's lurking you don't know what could trip you up so uh, it, I you know a lot of times people will say well I don't uh, my credit karma score or my whatever app score you have is 700 so I know I'm good I know I'm good because I'm 700 on my apps but that's not a real credit score guys that's the apps uh, algorithms on grading your credit that's not a mortgage grade that's not a credit card grade that's not a car loan grade that's just an app grade so those things are useful you can use them to your advantage for looking at history and looking at what's actually on your report but don't trust that score because that score is a lie so what how much different would us an app score be from something that you would actually physically with your own human eyes look yes, at? Good question. Great question. In excess of fifty points. That's wow. what I see. Huge differences. So and fifty wow. points. That's a deal stopper sometimes, it right? It can be, yeah. And it can be a higher interest rate. It can be higher mortgage insurance. Whatever, you know, what kind of loan you have, that credit score is going to be involved. It'll be higher homeowner's insurance if you have a lower credit score. Everything in the loan is affected by and, your score. And I think that people that they think that it's just going to stop them for a little bit. It's right? not going to really affect them. But when you add it all up... If you're having to pay more every month because you, you know, charge too much at XYZ department store, you got a foot fetish for right? shoes. Um, <laughs> Somebody in guilty. here does. Yeah. <laughs> so whatever. Um, but it's seriously, in all seriousness, right. if you have a spending issue and many, many people do. Right. right. And they Absolutely. don't even they're not even aware of it. Right. I, I, and I had the opposite situation actually this week ironically where the gentleman has credit opened he just doesn't use it so because of that it goes dormant and it doesn't grade anymore so you have these credit cards open that you haven't used for a year they're not helping you anymore so I actually sent this gentleman out and told him to go buy something. Now, that doesn't happen often. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay, so it can happen. So you've got this this credit card with, say, 
$5,000 limit on there and right. it's just sitting there with zero. Right. Does it matter how long it's been since you've used it? Um, usually it kind of dies down over like over 12 months, approaching 24 months. I have two cards that I keep live that have been open for 20 years because I know that longevity of credit opening is a is an attribute to a good credit score. So I charge a pair of socks or a pack of gum a couple of times a year on those cards. I don't like them because they don't have the points and all the things that I like my other credit cards for. But I dig the longevity of the credit, so I keep them live. Okay, big spender. I know, right? I know, I know. Oh my gosh! (laughs) All right, we need to help her, Sonny, with the spending (laughs) situation. To buy there's socks, gum. gum. Oh my goodness. Okay, we're gonna forget Mm. you said that. So in all seriousness, though, let's just talk about if somebody's got. So I see that things happen to people in their lives and they get hung up in their own head Mm -hmm. that I'm not good enough. I'm not able to. I'm not going to be able to do this because they've just built up this stigma in their own mind and they sometimes can be wrong. Right. Correct? Absolutely. Or maybe they talked to somebody one time and that person told them no and that was two years ago. Can we just touch <laughs> on, the, on the subject that not all mortgage people are created equal? That's right. Exactly. Okay. Right. So you go to your institution. Your institution and they say, mm, sorry, you can't qualify and it's going to be another five years, maybe, maybe seven. And they stop. Right. Okay. If you know somebody that's had a bankruptcy or they've had judgments and they've been turned down, we are pleading with you because of interest rates being so low right now to have them call Shelly right now today or this week and get a free second opinion. Absolutely, absolutely. We And I do this all the time, folks. And I can do it with, I have a tool called a soft credit check. So sometimes people don't want their credit pulled because, oh, that's going to affect my credit score. And it may. Um, but when I do a soft credit check, it pulls two of the three bureaus and it doesn't affect your credit score. But the credit scores that I get from those two bureaus are mortgage scores. So I know now what's ailing on your credit or not and what your real mortgage score is going to be because I've got those two scores. And it's fast. It's just fast and easy. And I do it all the time. I, I don't shame you. I don't, This is just stuff. You just have to address the stuff. I'll give you homework. And then we'll meet up on the other side. So I, I, it can happen, honestly, Mimi, as quick as a couple weeks I've had it happen where their score will pop 35 points and bam, they're ready to go. Or it can take a couple months. Sometimes if it's a big challenge, it can take up to a year. But it's worth it because it affects everything else in your life. And who else is going to do this for you? I can tell you. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. Well, <is> me. <laughs> I think that the public looks at a lot of things as equal. If you have a, a sign on your door that says mortgage, then, you know, you're going to tell me the same thing as the person down the street is right. going to tell me is going to tell me. Um, so tell a little bit about the story of the people who had a bankruptcy on their record Excellent. and they were very afraid. Yeah, they were. They were really afraid to come in and talk and we sat down and they had talked to two other loan officers already before talking with me. This is re- very recent. And they had a bankruptcy and um, they're not able to buy now because of that bankruptcy. We've got about six weeks to wait it out or six months, pardon me, to wait it out until we're to the other side. But here's the thing that they found. I pulled their credit. 
They were monitoring it on a credit card app or whatever that they had. They thought their score was 700. When I pulled their score, it was zero. We had no credit score whatsoever. There was nothing. And that's hard to lend to, too, by the way. (laughs) But um, it's better than bad credit. So they had nothing. And that's because the bankruptcy took care of everything. Minnesota CFPB says don't report anything that is involved in that bankruptcy um, on the credit report. Now, that includes things that went to judgment. So sometimes what happens is like if they'd gone to another lender and they would have said, oh, I can do a zero credit score deal. And then they pull the title work once you're under contract. And now all of a sudden your judgments appear. I can pull that stuff at the time when we do credit check, guys. So you don't have to worry that that's lurking. Maybe a friend of yours, something like that happened to and their house deal fell apart or something. And you're scared that's going to happen to you. We can prepare for all that. And indeed we do. So when we come back from the break, we're going to, I think, let's take a little deeper dive into the bankruptcy and judgment piece of that story. And we'll take all of our calls. Yeah. So if you have a question this morning about what might be lurking around your housing corner, give us a call. 651-641-1071. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show. And we'll be right back. Mike. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show on My Talk 1071, streaming online at MyTalk1071.com. You can also listen to the Red Hot Real Estate Show on the My Talk app, so be sure to download that. I am in the studio, and when I say I, I mean Sonny, in for Miss Shannon. I'm in with Mimi Shoneman from Remax Results and Shelly Ferris from Sierra Pacific, and we're keeping it nice and spooky, talking mm-hmm. about what's lurking around your corner in housing. Oh, so if so you have questions, just, yeah, call us, 651-641-1071. I would say that the, one of the scariest things when it has to do with housing are two things, not one, bankruptcy and foreclosure. Mm-hmm. And let's keep talking about this uh, perfect example right. of a scary situation. Right. So it took a lot of courage for these people to reach out to you, but... Mm-hmm. You weren't their first stop. Right, exactly. I wasn't their first stop, and they learned a lot when they sat with me because I talk about I talk about credit in depth, and I think a lot of loan officers don't do that. I take a whole different approach. I always try to put myself in their shoes when they're sitting on the other side of the table from me to to talk in layman's terms, to talk in how credit is established and what your current activity is is doing to your credit or not doing to your credit. And so um, when when they saw that they had no credit score, they were happy. They were, yay, there's nothing <laughs> bad on there. Woo, it's good. No, it's not. <laughs> That's, sometimes it's harder. Yes. <laughs> but it's like an empty bucket, right? right? Yeah, right. Now we got to fill it with something good guys so what do you got you know so um so they they were they were skittish as most people are after bankruptcy to open new credit to expose themselves to what had ailed them in the past and i get that i 100 percent get that if you are a person that was far overweight and you really had an aversion to pies and that was your thing you try to stay away from pies when you lose that weight yes. right you don't want to go in there again so similarly you don't want to open up a credit card but unfortunately you have to you have to reestablish credit. There's no way to score you without reestablishing credit. And those of you who are sitting out there and says, yeah, but my Credit Karma app says that I've got a 700 score and I haven't reestablished any credit, then I'm here to tell you that is a false score. That is not your real score. And you need to... to you know, talk to me. you. We need to we need to talk about this. We need to get on the phone and figure out what your soft pull is and get you to the good side. I have ways for you to establish credit. We can do that. So what I really want to talk about is this judgment piece and what that actually right. means. 
So you were saying when they look online or whatever source they have, they're they're good, they're clear. Yeah, right. But at the end, right before you're closing on a house, that shows up in the title work. So let's talk a little bit about how that happens and how you could avoid that from happening with the right loan officer. Excellent, excellent. Because this does and it ruins deals and it makes you not want to buy a house and it breaks your heart. So you you reestablished credit, okay? You met with your loan officer. They pulled credit. You're past your bankruptcy. You're good to go. They give you the big thumbs up. You, Your income qualifies. You've got the money to put down. You're headed. You meet up with Mimi. You find the house of your dreams. You write a purchase agreement. You're running towards closing. And the appraisal comes in. You're good. Now the title work comes in. That's the other. That's the third prong of real estate. There's always a realtor, a loan officer, and a title person involved in your transaction and they deal with the legalities of the home and of you yourself name search specifically so in the title work they do a name search and all these judgments pop in that weren't on your credit report because of the uh, laws in minnesota say that you can't report that stuff on the credit report so it trips you up because you don't know about it yes And now what? You've got a $15,000 judgment from a credit card that you didn't put in your bankruptcy, and now you're screwed. (laughs) I mean, So how do you, okay, so let's just say that that is, well, we not just say it, it is a reality that this can happen to these folks. If you've you've charged off something, or if you had a foreclosure, foreclosure. there's things. So when Shelly, with Sierra Pacific Mortgage, when do you discover the possibility? As, as soon as somebody says the word bankruptcy, your your mind goes, we need to protect you for this. That's exactly right. Yeah. As soon as I hear foreclosure or bankruptcy in your past, and I don't care when it was, that's the next thing that we do in your file before we start ordering stuff is we pull the courts. And that it's just, it's a little fee that I pay once a year to have access to this information to make sure this isn't going to bite you in the backside before we get to closing. I want you to have those keys as bad as you do. So I don't want that something to trip you up. That's It's a horrible feeling. So we do everything we can to make sure that it's mitigated. Very few loan officers check the courts. They just don't do it. So you check the courts because that's public information. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, charge off judgments, mm-hmm. things like that, mm-hmm. liens. Mm-hmm. Then that shows up. So you have their social security number. You know when the bankruptcy or the foreclosure happened. So you go to the court system. You pull, you go the extra mile and you pull that so that you know, okay, if it is out there, then we need to do this, that, and the other thing. Right. So let's just say that, that I have that going on Mm -hmm. and you are helping me to buy a house. Mm -hmm. And I tell you, yes, I had a bankruptcy five years ago. You're going to do what for me? So I'm going to pull, I'm going to pull your credit report. Of course, we're going to take a peek at that and see that you've reestablished credit and what your new score is and such. But then I'm also going to pull my courts. Um, I don't know what to call it, file, I guess, my court's file, and see if there's anything out there lurking. Because even after bankruptcy, even after bankruptcy, your um, attorney can help include that judgment into that bankruptcy. It can't have happened after the bankruptcy, but if it happened before and they forgot to include it or missed it, or because they're supposed to do a search too, um, sometimes those things can slither through. Slither, see, it was a scary word. So... Um, <laughs> Yeah. So, um, I know, I think I'm so sorry. (laughs) 
but um, th- those kind of things can show. And so that so then that, so I've had somebody take care of it in that respect. We've had people um, uh, set up payment plans with their judgment and then we can show that they've made payments for three months and then they can close on a house. There's different avenues depending on the size of the judgment and whom it's to. For example, if it's medical, that's nothing to really worry about. Medical is medical. We don't, you know, things happen in medical world or whatever. And Unless the county puts a lien on your house. Well, which, <laughs> there's that. And that's never a fun day. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. So, yeah. But right. So So there are avenues around it. There are paths through it. It, depending on what it is, then we know what to do for our next step. But we don't have deals that fall through in the end because title work shows something because we pull courts. If there's anything that indicates to us that there could be something out there, that's our first thing. We do that. We do that before you go under contract. That's so explain that's to me why everybody doesn't do that. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's logic. You know what? I I think as a loan officer, you know, I've been doing this for almost 30 years. I've said that a million times in this radio program, but I still learn things. And so there's things that you go, dang, how can we make sure that doesn't happen again? You know, and I'm sure probably 15 years ago when I got this log on, something like that happened. And I thought, well, we can't have that happen again. That's horrible. I have a clean credit report. How can that happen? Okay, you know? so let's just say that not you, but somebody else is working with a different loan company and they did not do that. And mm-hmm. they get right before, at what point would that even become discoverable? About two, two, three weeks maybe before the closing. Yeah. Probably two weeks. Probably two weeks because title companies are busy now too with all the refinances in town and such. And so, yeah. And then that, then the title company calls you or emails you as a loan officer and says, hey, we found these judgments on title work. Um, make sure, let, uh, let us know if these are our borrowers. Are they on the credit report? Well, title companies, they don't report that on credit reports anymore, so we can't do that. That isn't reliable, but I'll check my courts. I've even been, Mimi, at closings where the title gal will come in from another room another closing and say shelly can we get the logons to your court so we can find out what's going on with this we can't tell if there's a satisfaction to this mortgage or not or whatever so there's trips things that trip up title companies too and they don't check that so, stuff either so title finds that the judgment is on the record on the title report two weeks prior to your closing all of this is happening behind the scenes the mm-hmm. borrower is not aware right Okay. Right. Not if they're if they're working with you, they're aware. They're aware, but because if they're but if they're working with somebody else, likely not aware. And so then they get the phone call from the loan officer. Hey, the title work came in. It says you have a judgment from J.C. Penney's for eleven hundred dollars. Is that you? And if they say yes, then what what are they to do? Pay it off, <laughs> or um, come up with a payment plan, or if it happened before their bankruptcy, they can call their attorney to have it included in the bankruptcy, and so then we don't have to consider the debt. So there's different paths depending on what it is, how much it is, and how long it's been out there. But the first question is, is it you? And if it's, you know, Bill Smith or whatever, yeah, it might not be you. You know what I mean? There's a million but, Bill Smiths out there. But the issue is, it takes time to clear all that up and to prove that right. you aren't that Bill Smith. Right. If there is you right. know whatever your name is exactly but you know so this is not going to be something that you you go yeah it's not me and it's done so for instance if you've got to go back through the chain of events and talk with your bankruptcy attorney mm-hmm. um if they're if your foreclosure was not recorded at right. the county yeah. which it has happened right right absolutely um, so mistakes happen yes we're talking then government entities that will not be fast 
So there is a real fear lurking in your housing corner. Exactly. That you might not close. Right. And you might lose your house. Exactly. And you might get sued. Yes. By the seller for non-performance. Oh, right. You're right. Absolutely. That could happen. Right. Because they have a pre-approval letter that says you were good to go. Yes. What happened? Yeah. Yeah. Except for if it's subject to financing contingency. Right. That would be your out. And most often, I mean, my pre-approval letters say too, subject to appraisal and title, you know, because we don't know what's going on with that stuff necessarily. But um, yeah. So so that it's very important to have the courts checked if you have anything you know what's looming. Come on folks, let's let's face it, right? At the end of the but day. But you know what? You maybe you do or maybe you don't. Okay, so let's just say that you had that happen and it has been a while. Um but not more than five not more than 5 years. Right. You had a busy life. Right. You know, you've switched jobs, maybe you've moved, maybe Maybe you've moved. Exactly. Maybe you started to have memory issues. For real. Indeed. And you can't remember that that happened to you. But it did. And so then it gets discovered. So there's lots of things that need to be handled. And so by adding that extra layer of protection by researching the court is Mm -hmm. one extra thing that you do, Shelly, which really does help to prevent bad things from happening. I'm shocked that more loan officers don't do it. Well, I think after listening to the show, they they will be. So, you know, we'd love to have your scary questions. Um, Give us a call. 651-641-1071. You're listening to the Red Hot Real Estate Show on My Talk 1071, and we'll be right back. Back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live online at MyTalk1071.com. Be sure to download the My Talk app. You can listen to the Red Hot Real Estate Show and visit our show page at mytalk1071.com, keyword hot. I'm in with Mimi Shoneman from Remax Results and Shelly Ferris from Sierra Pacific, and we're talking about the things that could be lurking around your housing corner. Good stuff this morning. So if you have a question, please give us a call at 651-641-1071. So I do want to do some housekeeping. So be sure and go to viewgreaterminneapolishomes.com and download that and register. There you can shop for properties to your heart's content and we can send you our free app and that way you can message us with your questions about properties we can connect you with Shelly so that she can help you with your mortgage questions all kinds of good stuff and that's viewgreaterminneapolishomes.com and our keyword here at the show is red hot be sure and check out all the links that we have posted for you Um, we have that link posted as well and you know so Shelly you see a lot of stuff that's scary and so one of the things I think for all of us that are self-employed is that you know we write off a lot of stuff indeed because we have a lot of stuff to write off right right and so you helped someone recently who was self-employed tell a little bit about that I did I helped a gentleman he's self-employed has been for many many years Um, he makes us uh, you know, takes in a good income, um, but his accountant is very adept at writing off a lot of that income with his, you know, I'm sure absolutely legal liabilities <laughs> he's writing off. In any case, writes him down to where he, he just doesn't qualify for anything. He writes writes his income down to, um, if we looked at traditional tax returns, it's not going to happen. So his uh, real estate um uh, a person was talking to him about a contract for deed. That would be the best thing for him to do because he wouldn't qualify for a mortgage. You need to do a contract for deed. So that's what he was after. So um, uh, lo and behold, he uh, made his way to my office this week and we talked about um, what he's experienced. And I looked at his tax returns and I said, you're absolutely right. Um, you, you don't qualify for a thing on a, a traditional mortgage. 
how much money are you looking to put down? And so he told me 20%. Actually, he's thinking 30%, something along those lines. So a good down payment. And so, and he had a decent score. It wasn't a screaming score. It wasn't over 700, but he had a decent enough score. And so when I scored him out on my bank statement program where I can take your bank statements for the last 12 months, add up the deposits and use that as your income for the year uh, and told him what that interest rate would be. It was three to 5% less than any of the contract for deed holders that he had been talking to. So let's just explain to everybody what a contract for deed is. That is seller financing. When they actually own the property free and clear, they can act as the bank and they typically charge a very high interest rate, as high as they possibly can. Sometimes right now, 7%. Wouldn't you say that's about right? Um, I think this gentleman told me 85 okay. is what he was looking at. It's high. It's high. And they do also require you to put down a much larger down payment Indeed. Um, because of them doing that. They also can foreclose on you quicker than a traditional bank. That's right. And then they get to keep all of that you know, large down payment. Right. And some... Some sellers and owners do that as a strategy. Um, they look for people that have a bad history that they think, you know, they're going to roll the dice like in Vegas, that maybe those people are going to foreclose right. and then they get to keep that large down payment and evict them and go to round two with yeah. another person. Um, so you saved, you were able to take a self-employed person who mm-hmm. was going to do contract for deed, mm-hmm. seller financing at eight and a half percent and you got him what rate? Five and a half. Five and a half. Five and a half. Three percent lower on a large loan amount. We saved when we compared and contrasted the payments, the payment was about a thousand dollars a month lower than what he was considering paying with the contract for deed holder. And this contract for deed holder was different than what you're describing. He just does contract for deeds. He's got a boatload of money in the bank and he like acts as the bank. And just like you're describing, that's a powerful thing. I mean, that's a faster foreclosure process. <laughs> 60 days can start foreclosure on a contract for deed and it's nothing to mess around with. If you're thinking about doing a contract for deed, my advice to you is to call us so that we can refer you to a real estate attorney. Agreed. Um, Because the contract for deed paperwork is always going to be slanted to the owner. Right. Okay. So if you're the buyer, you need some protection there. Okay. You really, really do. Same with rent to own. Exactly. Absolutely tilted to the seller. So be cautious if yes. you are looking for those transactions. Let's talk a little bit about things that I hear from folks that want to buy now, but they say to me, I have a lease and I don't want to break it. What is, so in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, so what are you, what are you out to lose if you break it? Right. You're out to lose your down, your deposit, which okay. is maybe one month's rent, right? Right. Could it be two months rent? Right. Yeah. And they're then, all written differently. Yeah. So and any sort of damage deposit you might have might have had. Right. But that's we're talking like rent if rent is fifteen hundred dollars, we're talking fifteen hundred to three thousand dollars to break your rent mm-hmm. to break your lease. Mm-hmm. If you are able to do that, right, and get into a house for very little money down and get a great interest rate now. What is the break even? When is it worth it? 
right. for folks to break the lease. Right. Well, and, and that's a different answer for, for each folks. But at the same time, you got to look at the bigger picture of home ownership. I mean, I talk to people about their credit along those lines. You know, you're going to open the secured credit card and it's going to be a really high annual fee. But that's the cost of rebuilding credit. It's the cost of breaking your lease to be in home ownership. You just have to kind of look at that as the overall cost, I think. That's what makes sense. You know, if I'm able to get into a house today and I've got three three to six months left on my lease, I'm going to start looking now. And I'm going to roll the dice that I'm going to be doing much better financially to go ahead and buy and break the lease. Now, you might have to borrow $3,000 from your mom or, you know, take it out on your credit card after you've bought the house. Right. Don't do it now. No. Unless you talk to Shelly and she says, okay. (laughs) Um, But, you know. Seriously, if if interest rates go up one percent or even a quarter of a percent, it's more than worth exactly. doing it and breaking your lease, in my humble opinion. I agree. But that's a that's a personal decision. And but we talk about it. At the end of the day, don't make those decisions on your own. Reach out to a professional and have them assess your situation. I do mortgages for a living. Yes, that's true. And so we'd like you to call because we don't, or we're not on the radio just uh, for, for uh, income. But I do mortgages for a living, but I don't talk you into something that's not in your best interest. Well, that, that's, that's not my gig. <laughs> see, the best thing about meeting with you is that you have different options that it's kind of that thing of I never thought that to ask the question because I never had that thought. And so what you don't know, you don't know. Right. Right. So you've been doing this for 30 years. So you've seen a whole lot of I don't knows Mm -hmm. in scenarios. So working with that self-employment person, there's a lot of our listeners that are are self-employed and they they have second incomes and second jobs. It would be worth a consultation with Shelly to be able to. you know, ascertain whether or not that works for you. And mm-hmm. again, we want to remind everybody of all of our great links that we've got posted so that you can reach out to us during the week. View greaterminneapolishomes.com, register there. You can shop for properties. You can communicate through with us through there, and we can send you the app from the program. It's fantastic. And we also can connect you with Shelly Ferris at Sierra Pacific. Shelly, um, what is the website that folks can go to to connect with you as well? Yep, the very best place to reach out to me is www.spmc.com slash Shelly Ferris. And we can have that posted on our show page too so that you can connect with Shelly. But the best thing to do is to register and get the app because if you're already looking for properties, you can start there and we can connect you with Shelly. Just send us a message right through the program. Connect me with Shelly and we can do that for you. Um, so what do you want to leave folks with about the scary stuff? Well, I, what I really want to leave, what the end of the show here, I really wanted to kind of size everything up with, please don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. And you, it, trust is a big word in my business. It's enormous. But trust me, I, I can help put you in the right direction. I've told people you're in the wrong job. This is what you need to do. Uh, when I meet with people, we just don't talk about the bad that's going on. We talk about, okay, if you would have come in and everything would have been good this is what i would have told you to help give you the encouragement to keep going it is worth it home ownership is worth it guys give us a call you can check out the red hot real estate show at mytalk1071.com you can also wherever you get your podcast check us out there as well and be sure to download the my talk app on our website make sure you put in the keywords red hot